Have you visited Mount Victoria? Welcome to the Bushwalking, Canyoning and Outdoor Community. We're up to episode four already and uh, I think we're doing okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Bogan Canyoning. Why don't you have a bloody go? I'm starting this uh, episode once again back in Sydney, but uh, let's just say I'm one or two beers in, enjoying life as I look out the window near Central Station. Yeah, it, it's a far cry from the beautiful bush that we all take for granted and love when we can get out there. The, the city is a concrete jungle, but it does have its own beauty. I do look forward to going bush again soon. So, until then, we'll continue to dream about it, and let's uh, talk today about Mount Victoria. I, I asked a question at the start if you visited Mount Victoria. It's a little town that marks the western end of the Blue Mountains in New South Wales. Now, you may think why I would ask this question. If you're a rock climber listening to this episode, you know, you, you'll know about this place. It's, uh, it's a rock climbing mecca. But to the bushwalker that hasn't been there before, it is an untapped area full of beautiful walks. Between the National Park section north of the town and the council-owned section to the north, east and west, this place has plenty going for it. Mount York and Mount Piddington are well-renowned for their excellent rock climbing walls but in the end i'm not here to talk about that stuff because everyone else which is a rock climber they can do that for me and to be honest i'm not an expert rock climber so i'm just going to leave it and move on earlier this year in 2022 we're talking i decided to visit some tracks that i'd previously done at mount piddington which is uh, roughly east of uh, Mount Victoria and I forgot how beautiful the place was <laughs> it is sometimes overlooked for some of the more legendary or closer to Sydney walks many of the walks are quite closely aligned to one another and reaching the trackheads from the uh, train station at Mount Victoria isn't always uh, easy but there is the added bonus of uh, history on many of these walks. As an overview, the main walking areas are, are as follows. The Blue Mountains National Park section north of the town. This is easier to reach with a vehicle. But uh, it can be walked uh, on established fire trails. Tracks include uh, Asgard Swamp. The Victoria Falls track into the Gross Valley and a few other minor tracks. The next section is to the west and is mainly located in and around Mount York. There are a number of, a number of uh, historic passes that reach Hartley Vale below it, including Lockyer's Road and the original Cox's Road over the uh, Great Dividing Range. The Cox's Road was the first European trail into the west that was suitable for horse and buggy, and over its various iterations has become what is now the Great Western Highway. There are other walks located near Victoria Pass and at the car park of Mount York. All are worth exploring. But 
today's focus is going to be very much focused on Mount Piddington due to its wealth of excellent trails. So let's dive in. There are a few places that you can park in and around Mount Piddington and the Mount Victoria area. But for me, the best place would have to be the picnic area on the Mount Piddington Road. From here, there are a number of walks that radiate north, south, east and west. You can explore the grotto, Cox's Cave, Bushranger Cave, Horn Point and so much more. The Horn Point Fire Trail is a great introduction, especially if your fitness isn't where it used to be. A fire trail with a return walk of roughly two and a half to three kilometers. It offers some amazing views of the Canimbla Valley. It's a great place to take the family. As you can see, rock climbers plying their trade, paragliders cruising through the sky, and birdwife looking for their prey. However, you just need to be careful near your edges. So you're a history buff. Why don't you take a walk down a grotto and back past Cox's Cave? Starting from the picnic area, the track descends through dry forest into a creek bed. Depending upon the amount of rain, the views can be spectacular. There are a few waterfalls, sections where the sandstone closes in on you, and the ferns are abundant. Veering a left onto the fairy, uh, the, yeah, the fairy bower track, you can follow another creek to the old toll booth cottage. This old cottage, which no longer exists, was considered the west part of the Great Western Highway before the tollway was removed and made free. The picnic area here is beside the train line and the old road before it got bypassed. Returning to your turn-off point, you can walk to the left and uh, follow a track along the creek as it gets steeper and opens up to a partial view of the Canimbla Valley. Following the cliff line around, you get to Cox's Cave and the somewhat dodgy ladder to it. This dodgy ladder is not for the faint-hearted because it is a bit of a fall if you are to do it. So a bit of a warning for people with kids or aren't too competent. The cave is named after George Henry Cox, who was a fellow member of Parliament with William Piddington, the person which the mount is named after. Anyway, if you have the ability and the confidence to climb this ladder, it is a worthwhile endeavour. It's also worth noting that this is the point to Dunn's Leap, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. After completing the cave climb it is time for the uphill portion of this little uh, walking loop winding through a beautiful mossy sandstone section you emerge over a number of boulders into the dry forest section you came from as you climb you will soon reach the junction to where you veered left to start the walk it's not a particularly long walk but it is packed with some interesting stuff the next walk I'd like to suggest is via Rennett's Pass and the Bushranger Cave. This is on the north section of Mount Piddington and the north section of Mount Victoria. It is a great walk with a different view out onto the Canimbla Valley and 
passes some really good rock climbing sections. But when you actually look a little bit harder, it's actually a great abseiling point if you know where to look. Starting at the picnic area that you parked your car, you walk back along the Mount Pennington Road and turn left on the Carlisle Parade and then again left onto Canimbla Valley Road. This road is a former pass into the Canimbla Valley but is now only accessible to walkers. <coughs> Walking down the track, keep an eye out for the old foundations, drains and walls as you follow the zigzag trail. After about 500 metres, you see a sign directing you towards Bushranger Cave. This is a worthy sidetrack and gives you glimpses of the cave and the surrounding area used for rock climbing. Coming back down to the track, continue the zigzag of the track until it starts to level off. On the left, you will see a sign for Rennets Pass. Rennets spelled R-E-I-N-E-T-S. This pass was once a popular bushwalking track, but is now less so. It traverses the slope of the valley through dry forests, gullies, and small sections of rainforest. Mostly easy walking with some ups and downs, it is a change from the standard Blue Mountains track as it is less walked. If you look hard on the left, you will see Pulpit Rock, a feature that sticks out of the surrounding cliff line. Soon enough, the walk starts to head uphill and to a T-junction. Turning right, you go towards a small waterfall. It's worth the detour. Coming back to where you started from, start walking up the gully. At the junction, with a walk that starts on the left, continue straight ahead. This walk to the left goes to Pulpit Rock. Next, you'll see a sign for Ross Cave. It is worth another short detour to check out this interesting feature that includes a chair. Heading back to the junction, the walk to the southeast will take you back to Mount Pittington picnic area in approximately 800 metres. The final walk I will suggest is a really good one for people looking for an adventure and are well versed in bushwalking. Dunn's Leap starts back at Cox's Cave and is a rough track. The official signage says it is an 800 metre return walk. But there is a possibility with careful route finding to find the track to Horns Point. The track is quite rough with plenty of mud. It roughly follows the bottom of the cliff line and has plenty of ups and downs. Actually, during rain, there is an amazing amount of little waterfalls along the track. The views and sections can be absolutely spectacular over the Canimbla Valley, but to follow the track you need to keep, the, keep an eye out for bottle caps and pink tape attached to trees. The thing is, you can't rely on this all the time. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you know why it's called Dunn's Leap? It's an interesting one. A leap is another name for waterfall in Scottish. But for once in the Blue Mountains, we are actually talking about a person that leapt. In 1908, a 14-year-old by the name of Charles Dunn actually fell off the cliff line. He survived the 50-meter drop. How? Landing on scrubbing trees. 
The fall area is now commemorated by a piece of wire that traces his fall. See if you can find it if you do the walk. Once you've found your way along the track, you will come to the climber stairs at the bottom of Horns Point. Take the stairs to the top and return to the car along the Horn Point fire trail. If, however, you lose the track, and if you're not competent to find the said track, I would strongly suggest returning to Cox's Cave. And with that, I'm going to wrap it up with the free walks. I didn't even describe Ferris Crave, Ferris Cave or the Engineer's Saddle. It is worth noting that there is a book on walks at Mount Victoria. Google Great Walks at Mount Victoria by Mountain Mist Books. Well, that's me done for today. If you have any feedback or comments, please do not hesitate to contact me via the links in the show notes. And as is becoming our little theme, we finish off the episode with today's letter of the day, being DV. D. D is for device. Always do your A, B, C, D, E and F before you abseil a climb and ensure your device is correctly threaded and doing its job. Talk to you next time.